You know what time it is. It's the Brothers Got Next. 2022 is about to be a wrap, Darian. Can you believe that already? What a, what a year, huh? Yeah, man, that's crazy. I know it's funny. I talk to my wife all the time, like, these last couple of weeks. Like, man, I can't believe this is the last week of 2022, yeah. and we're going into the new year. It's crazy, man. It is. It really is crazy. And, you know, we'll, we'll touch a little bit. We'll touch on, you know, some of the personal things um, in our lives over the year, a little later in the show. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been an interesting year for sure, man. You know, I'm just like anybody can relate to some ups and downs for everybody. But, yeah, you know, right. the goal is hopefully everybody's, you know, uh, healthy going into 2023, man. Should be a, a lot of things coming up in 2023, D. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially for you. Yeah, definitely for you, you know. In fact, we got about seven weeks until this bachelor party. <laughs> it's seven weeks to be exact to the day. To the day. Seven weeks, bro. Yeah. Yeah, because I'll be leaving. I actually would be leaving right today. Yeah, on the Thursday. I'm going to leave on a Thursday. So, yeah, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're going to have to do a podcast episode just on the bachelor party. Like, yo, how'd that go? Well, yeah, we have to we have to redact it a lot though. Like it has to be redacted a we'll, lot. We'll give you the we'll give you the rated G version. Exactly. <laughs> nah, if our wives are listening, we'll we'll be good. We'll be good. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so um, we'll, let's get right into it, man. Good lord, there's a lot going on in the NFL right now. Um, but I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start in Vegas, man. You know, it's a place that that is a major part of our of our lives. It's how we met, you know, and it's, it's right, awesome that right. Vegas has had a football team. It still seems surreal to me. Because when we were there, they had no teams. Now they got, you know, a couple of them. So let's start no, Let's start with in Vegas, man. You know, Derek Carr um, recently got benched for Jared Stidham. There's two games left in the season. <laughs> right. know, you're, you're laughing at that. He, he, <laughs> it's crazy. But he, um, you know, the Raiders aren't mathematically eliminated. You know, they're six and nine. And, I mean, they, they have like a point. Uh, it may not be exact. Don't quote me on this. But they have like a 0.4% chance of making the playoffs. But I think it really says a lot that the Raiders benched to Derek Carr, who's been their quarterback for nine seasons. Um, they benched him with two games left. I think it's a clear indication that they're, they're going to move forward um, without him starting next season. Now, before I ask you about your thoughts, just to give a little background on it, I mean, he's been with the Raiders for, I believe, nine seasons. He is kind of crazy, Darren. He's never won a playoff game there. And, you know, I don't like to put that solely on the quarterback. There's a lot of factors. but Of course, of course. Yeah, he's he's been to the playoffs once. It would have been twice. One of those years he got injured. I believe it was like in 20, 2015 he got injured. He was having an MVP-type year that year. But um, last season they made the playoffs, lost to the Bengals. So zero playoff wins in nine years. It kind of gives me a, a vibe. It reminds me a lot of the Stafford situation in, in Detroit. But what are your thoughts, man? What was your first initial reaction to hearing that Derek Carr got benched? I Well, okay, so let me just start by saying this. I, I was surprised at the benching, but I wasn't surprised. I, I kind of like – I think you just – you already had said it that you kind of – it's giving indication that, you know, the Raiders were going to move on. We had kind of heard throughout the season that, you know, this, you know that – the writings were on the wall that, you know, Carr was, you know, counting his days in uh, in Vegas. So I'm not surprised at them moving on. I'm surprised at the benching with two games to go, though, because, right, they're not mathematically eliminated. And they had a little run there where they reeled off like three or four straight wins. So I don't get why and he was the quarterback. It's like I don't get why then now you're going to bench him with two games left if you still have a mathematical shot. Because um, my thing is like, okay, let's say I don't know how this – this what's the guy that's replacing him? Jared Jared Stidham. He played on the Patriots for a little bit. Yeah, I don't know how the Stidham guy is, but yeah. I mean, let's just say hypothetically they win these next two games and they 
somehow get in the playoffs. Do you really want Stidham as your quarterback in a playoff game? I, I certainly don't. I mean, I'd rather have Carr. Um, but, you know, look, like I said, it's kind of the writings on the wall have been there all year. Um, I know we talked about it off podcast that, you know, more than likely, yeah, this is going to be it for Carr with the, with the Raiders. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm more – I think now I'm more interested to see where he ends up next year because he will be a starting quarterback somewhere next year. There's a lot of teams mm-hmm. that still need a starting quarterback. Um, so I'm, I'm really interested to see, like, what team picks him up and how the fit is. Um, I guess the bigger question for the Raiders is, like, okay, so you're you're going to move on on car. Well, what do you – what is your plan as a – to get a quarterback now then, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I, you know, people say, Oh, well, it's a draft. It's a draft. But these guys in the draft are not like, you're not going to get a rookie coming in that just is just going to be like, Oh yeah, he's going to come in and do wonders. You know, it, it, they're either going to be duds or it's going to take them some time to really grasp like the offense, the NF, the whole NFL as a whole. So like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what their direction is uh, with their, with their quarterback situation. So that's, that's why I'm more kind of puzzled. Like, what are they going to do? with their quarterback situation. But, um, yeah, I think Carl will be fine. Carl will be somewhere. I know we and you had talked about, like, a team like the Jets. I think that would be a very interesting kind of move because the Jets have a great defense. I love their coach. Um, they're just they're just missing a quarterback. And I, I've i always been a Carr guy. I know you haven't been as big on him as, as no, I have. No, no, really, no. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Carr guy. I think he's – I don't think he's as bad as people think he is. Um, but I think, he, you know, like, on the right situation, right team – he can, you know, and like I said, I think the Jets would be a really good situation because they have a gr- good, good coach, good defense, good running game. You know, um, I think they have some good, you know, uh, up and coming young receivers. I-, I think that could be a good situation. So we just have to wait and see. My whole thing about the whole good situation, I mean, bro, you've got Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, jo- Josh Jacobs, uh, Darren Waller. You- you're in a good situation now, right? Like, I know. I agree that you. Yeah, he is, but. But is it by choice that I don't think? Okay, so here's the thing: I don't think it's him that is like, okay, I don't want to be with the Raiders. I want out. No, it's, it's Josh McDaniels thing. I think the, yeah. the, the the better question is asking why is Josh McDaniels doing that? Like, what is he seeing that we're not seeing? You know what I mean? But so you don't think it was the right move? No, no, you, absolutely you think, not. Like you I think said, it would it's, be those? It's, it's more of an indictment. I don't think it's more of an indictment on. Car, I think it's more of an indictment on Josh McDaniels. Who, okay, like you're not big on Car. I'm not big on Josh McDaniels as a coach. I never have been going from his first stint with Denver. So I'm more questioning him than I'm questioning Car because my thing is like, again, they're not mathematically eliminated. You have Derek Carr. You can still make the playoffs. I know you need some help, but why would you just roll with Car? Like he's proven. I think there's more to it. So I think they're doing this because they they clearly plan on moving on in the off season. If they if they end up trading him, I mean, let's say he gets hurt next week, right? He's 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 not a tradable asset at that point. Okay, so you bench him now with two games left. I'm not saying it's the right move. I'm just saying I think this is what they're doing. You bench right. him, now, you know, make sure he's healthy, and then this off season you trade him, you'll probably be able to get a pretty good value. I still think he has quite a few years left, as you mentioned. I, I although I'm not big on him. I still think, like, I agree with you. I think he'll be a starter somewhere. But, yeah, I think they're just doing this just to, they're like, look, yeah, we're not mathematically eliminated, but we need, like, 87 things to happen to make the playoffs. So they're just being realistic about it. Like, okay. they're not going right. to make the playoffs. Yeah. It's, it's enough, like, so I think for them, they're just saying, like, look, why don't we protect our asset? We're going to try to trade them. You know, I don't know if it'll be immediately after the season, but let's try to save them. 
you know, and, and make sure that he's healthy and, and we can get, get something for him. Um, if he gets hurt the last two weeks, you got nothing. So, but I, I think as we, as we can, we can apply this to a lot of parts of our lives there. And sometimes a change of scenery is good. It, yeah, it was, I agree. It was I perfect. Agree. It was perfect for Matt Stafford. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying the Jets are going to win the Super Bowl next year if he goes there, but I think he could get like a resurgence. Um, they, they're clearly going to move on from Zach Wilson. He's terrible. So awful. awful. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's a classic case of just a change of scenery. I think it's good for both parties now, as far as what the Raiders do at quarterback. Yeah. I think they're just going to go through the draft. Obviously they have a first round pick and this is supposed, you know, you never know. It's kind of always a shot in the dark when you take a quarterback, but right. they're going to have potentially a top 10 pick. If the, if the season ended today, they'd have the ninth overall pick. And there's about supposedly, you know, four or five QBs that can go on the first round this year. So yeah, they're just going to start over. And, and, you know, they had Carr for nine years. It's not like they gave up on him too soon. I think at this point it's 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 right for just the mutual parties to to say goodbye to each other. So Yeah, I got you. And then I, I know, uh, you know, we're we're um, recording this on, on Thursday, but apparently like he uh, – I was reading before we got on that he's uh, he's already stepped away from the team. Um, yeah, remember. exactly. Yeah, that he's not going to be, you know – in uniform or on the sidelines or participating in any, you know, practices, he's pretty much stepped away from the team. So it kind of yeah, gives you a clear indication that this thing is over. You know what I mean? No, I'm just waiting for the season was... to be over so they can start right. Talking to teams about, yeah, you know, acquiring him, you know? See, I'm wondering if that was a mutual decision too. Maybe he wanted to kind of preserve himself as well, because, why would he not be on the sidelines? It's kind of a weird move. Why not be like the backup quarterback instead of like completely stepping away? I was a little surprised when I saw that, but I think it was maybe that maybe they had a talk because I think they really respect him. You know, he, he's a good locker room dude, great leader. Um, he has a good relationship with with Mark Davis. Um, so I think it was a decision there just to say like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to sit out completely and then we'll figure this stuff out after the off, you know, in the off season. So. Gotcha. Surprising move though, D. Very surprising. So we'll see where he goes next year. Who knows, man? He could be in he could be a jet. I wonder what another like surprise team would be. Hell, he could be a Colt. Or a Titan. <laughs> or a Titan. Could be a Titan too. I yeah, think, think Tannehill's done in, 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 in Tennessee. I, that's yeah. just me. I and a lot of reports I've seen that, you know, it's probably, yeah, I mean, he's done there. So yeah, I think it's it's I mean, you gotta you gotta you, he has the potential of about three or four teams, you know that they can, you know, really look at, you know, the Texans, you know, yeah, they I need wonder, a quarterback. Yeah. Now I wonder if they'll trade him to a team out of respect that like the Texans have so much work they got to do. Like they'll, they'll either trade him to an NFC team. And I can't think of, a, I'm trying to think, maybe he goes to the Giants. <laughs> oh yeah. That's right. That's right. Cause I don't think they're going to be resigning Daniel Jones in a long term no. deal. So yeah, you're right. The Giants, that's a potential. Yeah, and the Giants could be a playoff team this year. I think they only need to win like one more game, which is kind of crazy, D. The Giants. <laughs> I still don't think they're that good, but that's a really good job by Brian Dable. Like they have. Oh no yeah, no, business. I like. I, I think they have. I think they definitely have the coach. They definitely have the coach. It's just now they have to get the personnel. There, they have no business being a playoff team. No, no I agree. But like yeah. I just said, they have the coach. The coach. Yeah, is, right. Yeah, no, I, that's something I'm giving him props. Like, kudos. They have the coach. They just need to get, like, for him to be, you know, keep being relevant and, you know, keep moving forward and progressing, He they need to get him a better roster. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So. All right, let's move on, man. This is an unfortunate uh, topic, too, but it's something I definitely want to get your opinion about. Unfortunately, 
Uh, Tua Tungavailoa suffered yet another concussion, man. I believe mm-hmm. this is the second or third of the season. It's just getting scary at this point. We saw the one that happened a couple of months ago, and we were asking ourselves, like, man, should he just call it a career? You know, he's he's a he's a really young guy. I think this is only what his second uh, second season, or this is his third season, I believe. Right, third season. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a young dude. You know, is it is it worth the risk to to keep going? He's only twenty four. Um, you know, it's scary, man. And, and should, should the league mandate some sort of policy where if you get three concussions in a season, you have to sit out the rest of the year? Right. I think that's the other question we need to start asking. And the other mm-hmm. really needs to look into that. But what do you think, man? What should Tua's future look like? Like, look, he can keep getting cleared by doctors all he wants, but do you think there should come a point where Tua just calls it quits? Or what do you think? Should he keep, you know, getting evaluations and, and, and play as long as he can? No, I think he should retire, man. Yeah, yeah, I think, I mean, you know, look, we're we're all football fans. We're all fans of sports, but I think your life and family and, you know, just your personal well-being is bigger than a game, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I get that, you know, look, he's making millions of dollars, could set his family up for life. I get all that, but it's not worth you down the road having, you know, medical issues or CTE or, you know, whatever kind of problems you may have. It's just not worth it, man. Like, um, I, I I mean, and I'm just being honest too. Like, I know a lot of people say, "Oh, well, you know, you say that because you're not making a, you know millions." But I would say that. I mean, if I got hell, if I got two concussions, I might be like, "Yeah, it may be a rat." You know, what I mean, I'd just be like, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm not gonna put my health comes over anything." You know what I mean? My health and trying to you know long term spend time with my family comes over anything uh, than a game or any profession. You know, um, yeah. So. I think he should retire. I don't know if he will. Um, I the, the reports I've heard, there's no indication that he wants to retire. I know he's been encouraged, and people kind of close to him told him that you may need to retire. But like you said, he's 24, so he may be thinking in his head, all right, you know, maybe I need to bulk up or take better care of myself or do something different that I'm not putting – but, I, you know, he's the quarterback. Like, you can't yeah. stop yourself from getting hit. You know, they're always going to come after you, so – you know, he's a little guy, you know, he's not like a big guy, he's little, so um, yeah, man, I don't I don't know, I mean, I think he he definitely, you know, if, if points of this year, he definitely showed flashes that he can be pretty good and really good. Yeah, pretty good, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, but I don't know, man, like, yeah, like I said, I don't know if it's long-term worth him, you know, kind of yeah, putting his body through, through all this, like you said, four concussions, that's a lot of concussions for a year. I mean, hell, two is a lot to me. Like, you know, we have two. So, he had four. I mean. Yeah, I believe it's been three or has it been four? I'm, I'm not sure. Either way, more than two is a lot. Exactly. So, I, because I agree with you. I think the NFL is probably going to have to have some kind of talks in the offseason with the players and player association and uh, their board to say, look, you know, if you get more than two concussions, yeah, you may have to sit out, you know, the rest of the year. I agree with that. I don't, I'm just, because of how violent the game is and how, you know, obviously you're hitting. I mean, they can they can do all this, you know, technology with the helmets and the pads. You know, they say, oh, we've, you know, made it where when you get hit, it's not as impactful. It doesn't matter, man. It's a human hitting another human. You know what I mean? Like, it's 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 physics. It's not like the NFL can come up with all the technology they want. It's not going to prevent concussions or people still getting hurt. You know what I mean? That's why the you NFL can't, is you can't really stop the force of when you're hit. Exactly. That's why the NFL, the like the lifespan of an NFL player, is so short. You know what I mean? And that's why it's only, you know, 
the the season is is as long as it is. You can't make it. It can't be the NBA or the or the or baseball or anything like that. You can't have long season. So, yeah, man. I mean, look, I I think he needs to retire. Um, you know, that's just me personally, but you know, I guess that's something that's where he had to talk with him. You know, with the organization and the family and all that. You know, but I just think personally he should retire, man. It's just not worth you know your well being. And I think there's so many ways to look, I've never, I was, I've never been a pro athlete, you know, and, but I still think there's ways to fulfill that desire um, of being a pro athlete. Maybe he gets into coaching, maybe he gets into, you know, broadcasting. There's a lot of money to be made um, going that direction too, you know, but I, I agree with you. I don't think it's worth it. But imagine if you're his parents too, you got to be telling them like, look, look, son, this is not this, like, just stop. You know, it's hard. Right, though, right, right. It's hard. If, if somebody tells you to stop doing something you love, especially if it's not something that's illegal or against the law, like it's right, it, right. You know, it's, it's something you love. It's that got to be hard, D. It's got to be hard. Yeah, but just think of like, okay, you know, we love boxing, right? Like, yeah. you know, we know how boxing is, how it can be, how, you know, the, the risk you take. I mean, you're hitting another person with your fist. You're also getting hit yourself. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just like I would tell a boxer, like if they got, they kept getting knocked out or having to go to the hospital after every fight and, you know, damn near, near death. Like, dude, stop. It's over. Yeah. Like, you know, I understand you're passionate and you want to do this, but, you know, you're in a sport like combat sports in the, and in football, contact sports. I mean, you just have to say to yourself that, look, you're not going to be able to do this for this is not a 20 year kind of, uh, you know, career. It's not. It's like, you know, maybe if you're lucky, a 10, a 10 year career, you know, like, okay, 10 years. All right. That's cool. And then you move on, you do something else, but it's not basketball. It's not, it's not baseball. It's not, you know, golf or tennis where you can, you know, you're not, it's, you know, it's not, not a lot of, you know, uh, impact or combat. You know what I mean? It's like, you just have to know that going in, you know what I mean? Um, And I do think like we have to start teaching our young kids, from a a young age and letting them know, like, look, like if you want to play football, if you want to do combat sports, this is not a, this is not a profession that is, you know, you're going to retire in 20 years. It's just, that's not, it's not realistic. You know what I mean? Cause you're going to get hurt one way or the other. Even all our great players that we love boxers, we, we love have all gotten hurt. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just bound to happen. So I just think we have to be more realistic with the kids coming up today that want to do this and just tell them like, look, you know, especially if you start getting concussions early, like high school or college, no, yeah, don't go forward. It's, it's not, it's yeah. not for you. you know? And like, it's like not I, worth it. Yeah. Like I mentioned earlier, there's other ways to kind of fill that hole that you may have. If, if you have a love for sports or anything, there's, there's a lot of things you can do. It's like when I, whenever I talk to, you know, like, uh, my fiance's like uh, nephews who are really into sports and say like, Hey, if you don't, it's hard to become a pro athlete. You should, you can strive for it and right. definitely give it a shot, but right. know that there's other ways you can still, you know, um, you can still kind of enjoy not being a pro athlete by still kind of being in that field. And it, it, it can still fulfill that desire and set to be a little, you know, approach it a little differently. So, right. Right. Yeah, I'm curious to see what happens and what the dolphins do. So yeah, we'll see, man, but best of luck. Mm-hmm. To him. He seems like a good dude, man. So it's, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm rooting for him. I agree with you. I think, you know, uh, broadcasting or going into coaching, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, well, I don't know how if he finishes degree at, you know, in Alabama, going back to Alabama, 
maybe doing that and then, you know, getting into college football coaching, you know, mm-hmm. it's a lot of things he can do. No, for sure. For sure. All right, let's move on into another topic, man. We'll stick on football, but man, I've been so intrigued by the AFC in particular because the, the NFC is kind of weird. Like there's, I guess the Eagles are still the favorite, but like Tampa's down, the, 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 the Packers are down, but the, the AFC has like a three-headed monster, and I'm so intrigued because you can make a strong argument for the Bills, Bengals, or Chiefs to represent the the AFC in the Super Bowl. I, I have a feeling you're. I know you're obviously you're a Chiefs guy for multi, a multitude of reasons. They're awesome right, team, right. But who should be favored between those three? Now, before you answer, a little background. It, it's interesting because they've all kind of beat each other. Like Mahomes is Owen. I always I hate to always make it a quarterback versus a quarterback thing, but that's just the NFL. Let's keep it real. Like Mahomes is Owen three against Burrow. The Bills have struggled to beat the Chiefs in the postseason. The Chiefs are still the team that's been to four straight. AFC title games. So it's like a lot of checks and balances between those three teams. The The Bengals went to the Super Bowl last year, but, you know, between those three teams, the Bills, Bengals, and Chiefs, who who should be favored to win the AFC in your opinion? I'm going to say right now the Bengals. I know that's a problem. You know, yeah, because, you know, a lot, uh, as you said, you know, you know how much as I love Mahomes. And, and the Chiefs. Bills are the one seed right now, too. Remember that. Yeah, and the Bills are the one seed. I know I get all that. Yep. Um, that's an interesting answer. Yeah, just because, like, I think the Bengals are more progressing and heading in the right direction. Like, they're, they're, they're going up. Not to say that the Chiefs and the Bills aren't. I just said when I watch the Chiefs and the Bills lately, like, they're they're not a lot of like close games sometimes like you know like they're not right yeah they're not really dominating like they were in the in the beginning of the season where they were like dominating teams like blowing them out they're like in a lot of close games where the Bengals are kind of like dominating and really controlling their games at the right time and everybody's trying to get healthy at the right time for the Bengals too remember they had like Jamar Chase out for a little while Burrow was out and they they are starting to click at the right time so I don't know I just right now if I had to answer that question would it be the Bengals. And I'm not saying like again with the you know I still love Mahomes, and I will say if if the bill if the Bills get the one seed, and you got to go to Buffalo, Good luck. Good luck. If, if anybody has seen the weather in Buffalo the last couple of weeks, oh my God, you have to go up there in late January to play an AFC Championship game. Good luck. I mean, I don't care even if you come from a cold place that you play, you know where like I know Kansas City gets cold, uh, Cincinnati gets cold because that's the Midwest, but. I wouldn't want to go to Buffalo in late January, a possible blizzard, and play the Bills. You know what I mean? Um, I wouldn't want to do that, but, you know, we have to wait and see. But, uh, yeah, as of right now, like I said, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Bengals. Uh, you know what I mean? I just think right now they're, they're, the, they're the team right now just clicking at the right time. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Bengals. Yeah, I struggled with this one because you can make valid arguments for any three of those teams. Now, you did say something that I – that I that stood out when you talked about home field and let's say the let's say the Bills keep it because those three teams can still get it. That's when, right. That's great. Right. Two weeks left in the year, they're all still playing for the one. If the Bills get the one seed, it is going to be insanely hard to win there. I, I, even if it's not snowing, just that crowd, that atmosphere. Right. They might have but them and the Chiefs might have the best home field advantage in the league. Like it's it's insanely hard to win. Enough. Yeah, but if she said, we've, we've seen that she's getting beaten. Like, you know, we know it's possible to win. I mean, Brady did it, you know, some years ago. Obviously, Burrow did it last year. So the Chiefs can be beat. Um, 
Cincinnati obviously hasn't really been doing this this long, so we don't yeah. know with them. And same with um, the Bills. The Bills haven't had a ton. That haven't had like a ton of home games. They've had exactly. Some. Exactly. So that's what yeah. I'm saying. The Bengals and the Bills haven't had a ton of home games, so we don't really know. But I will. I agree with you. If 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 either one of them or any other team has to go up there in in late January with the possibility that it probably is going to snow at least. It may not be a blizzard or what they got these last couple of weeks, but it's probably going to snow. Good luck. You know what I mean yeah. to that team. Yeah, so I'm still I'm gonna go with the Bills. I'm gonna go with the Bills because one, I think they'll end up keeping that one seed. Two, I think if all those teams are are playing their best ball, I still think the Bills are the most explosive between the three. Once you get Josh Allen running and, and throwing deep balls to digs, like they can get crazy hot. So I think this is the year they're gonna do it, man. If they can get that one seed, only have to play two games to go to the Super Bowl, it's gonna be hard for a team to go in there and win it. I will say this out of those, I don't see any other teams out of outside of those three getting to the Super Bowl, like you know the Ravens or the Charge, I just don't see it. I don't know if you. So you don't see any upsets. Not, not. I only. I think those teams are going to play each other. They're going to have to beat each other up. Like it may be Bengals at at Chiefs. It might be built. You know, Chiefs. Right, right, right. I don't see it being like, oh, man, ended up being Chargers at Bills. I just don't see it. I don't. I think the I think the Ravens are too banged up. Who knows what's what Lamar is going to look like? They're not explode. They're way too inconsistent offensively. And then there's going to be one more seed. It could be the Dolphins. I mean, who knows what their quarterback situation is going to be. Even with Tua, I don't see them going into Buffalo and winning or KC. I just don't see it. You know? Right, right. The Jets, if they make it, I mean, they'll be one and done probably. But that's an accomplishment for them to make it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so the like, Jets, right, I agree. The Jets like, making the playoffs is an accomplishment oh, for them. Yeah. So. They'd be the happiest one and done team ever. Like, yeah, we made it. <laughs> Dude, they have the longest drought in the league right now. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to be, it's going to be interesting to see what happens these last two weeks. But, all right, D, I got to ask you something, man, because I'm getting real tired of these damn Cowboys fans. You know, look, I understand that Dak can be a little erratic at times, especially with the interceptions as of late. But then, like, when he starts playing well, y'all don't say anything. Like, for example, you know, you were doing your thing that you do. And I can't even get on you that much because a lot of fans do this, but you're one of the worst. It'll be 7 nothing in the first quarter, game over. I'm like, what do you mean the game's over? There's still three quarters to go. What are you talking about? <laughs> why do you do that? Are you, are you asking why do I do that? Why do you do that? All right, so – all right, so before – all right, so I'm going to answer that question. And, and then, gonna then I'm going to read – I'm going to ask you the other question after, but just answer that question first. Why do you do that? Because I, I'm – first of all, I, I do that because as a fan, I, I know what I've know what i been through and what I've seen in but the they, past. But they came what, back and won, though. Okay, okay, that's that's fine. That's that that's that time. Yeah, okay, uh, every dog has his day. I'm not going to be – I'm not going to be right all the time, but if I'm, like, right majority of the time, I'll say, like, oh, yeah, well – they end up losing that game. Yeah, they're not gonna lose every time. Yeah, probably not. First you know what quarter, I mean? But though, first quarter, there's still three quarters to go. No, but you don't get it. I can oh, sense it. You just God. see. You're, you're watching the game. You just sense it. You see. You see the like how the game starts. The momentum. Now, no, I will give them credit for that Philly. Not you real. know what they did to Philly. That was impressive. Like what Dak did after that interception, because it looked like it was about to be a disaster. Like it was gonna gonna like Philly was gonna like blow them out of the water, but. I will give Dak credit. He like rose to the occasion. Yeah, he showed some grit, some fight, some guts, and you know came back and played. You know from from the from after the interception on. I mean, he was pretty much damn near perfect. He was awesome. You know what I mean? He was awesome. Yeah, he was damn near perfect. 
Now you're probably gonna get that. like a couple of bad throws in the in the Eagles game and in the Jags game. Dude, I remember that Jazz game. Jags game. He started off super hot, super hot. Like it's it's it's, the, it's a five or six throws over the last couple weeks. You're like, dude, what was that? Everything else though, he looks awesome. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. So my, my that's my issue too. I know you haven't gotten to the second question. Is that he either? That's the thing with Dak. He either starts off really well or he ends really well. Like like he that's what he's been doing lately. Like. If he starts the game off well, you're like, okay, cool. But you're like, uh-oh, there's another half to play. If he starts off bad, you kind of say in your head, okay, maybe he'll start getting it going, like, second quarter, second half, which he's – and he's done that too. But I'm just – like, he's not consistent through a game. Like, mm-hmm. give me a game where he's been, like – like, the only game I can remember when he played, like, really, really well, it, like, throughout the game was when we blew out Minnesota. Like, that game was, like, almost a damn near perfect game he had. And even though he, like, he didn't throw for a rack of yards – and it wasn't a lot of flashiness, but that was like a perfect game he played. Like, if he can play like that every game, I'm cool with that. So, okay, and I understand that. You want him to be more consistent. That's exactly. Consistent. Especially since it'd be different if, like, oh, well, he's won a lot of playoff games. He's won a Super Bowl. Like, he has some leeway. Mm-hmm. You don't think he has as much leeway is what you're saying. Like, you feel like he needs to get it together. But that leads to my other question. Mm-hmm. Like, do y'all really want to get rid of him? Like, yo, let's get another quarterback. Like, no. Why? Who are you going to get that's going to be as good as Well, him? right. Well, I, okay, I'll say, right. yeah, I think that's more of an emotional thing. Okay. When, he, when okay. he plays bad, we say that. Of course, we know in the long run, like, what are our options at quarterback? Right, what, what, what would they do? Who would they get? So, obviously, right now, yes, we would like to keep my quarterback. Now, when his, when his contract's up, in 24, we have to see what the options are. I'm not going to sit up here and say, like, oh, we shouldn't get rid of him when his contract's up. We don't know because we don't know what he's going to be or what they're going to be at that time. Like, I mean, I think a lot is going to hinge off this season and the next season because that's going to be pretty much right. That would be it because I think, no, his contract's up at the end of 24. So after 24, so he has three more seasons, I believe, on the contract. So, yeah, yeah so a lot hinges off of that. Like, wh- wh- where's the team at? How has he been? So I'm not going to sit up here and be like, oh, yeah, he'll just deserve another big contract. We got to see where he's at. I think my my whole thing is, and I can't speak for other Cowboy fans, is that to me, when I look at Dak's career, the thing that I I have most concern about is, is I'm seeing a lot of Tony Romo-ness, Romo-ish, like kind of like career because he has one playoff win. I think Romo ended up having two playoff wins. You have Romo, who was very, like, had these games that were like, man, he was awesome. Like, dog, he looked incredible. Then he has those games, like like you said, like, you throw like, those throws, like, what was that? Like, what were you seeing? Like, what's going on here? Now, the one thing I will say with Dak is, unlike Romo, he's not, like, when Romo threw picks, it was, like, in bunches. Like, it was like, oh, oh, no, here we go. Yeah. Like, Dak's not doing that. So, I will give him that. He's not throwing picks in a game in bunches. But the problem I have is that he's consistently throwing picks every game, whether it's one or two. And it's always that one. It's like, dude, what was that? Like, come on. Like, now I know some of them are not all his fault. Like the Jags loss, I, I am tired of people putting the Jags loss on him because to me that was more on Noah Brown because yeah. he threw the ball to Noah Brown. Noah Brown has it in his chest and pops it up. That's not on Dak. Like, you have to catch the ball. So that's not on Dak. And I think a lot of analysts lately have now been saying, like, you know what? We can't really put that Jags loss on him because that was on the receiver. Like, you got to catch the ball. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I'm just scared and I'm very concerned or weary that he's heading in like that Romo direction where like, yeah, he's going to put up good numbers for us and he'll have these seasons where he's good. He'll make the Pro Bowl. 
you know, he'll have games he looks good, but he's not going to win anything. I mean, like you said, right now he only has one playoff win. He's been in – he's already, what, seven seven seasons in, I believe. This is his seventh season. So, yeah. you know, he's getting to that vet in three years. He's going to be in the league for ten years. And, and look, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say this, and I know you weren't a fan of this when I said it, but I honestly did not mean it as an insult because you know that I've always liked Kirk Cousins more than you. I know you're not a Cousins guy. That's, and that's understandable. I can I, I could, I could see why. Mm-hmm. I think he, he gets so hated on that he's almost underrated. But that, that's why I would always say Dak and Cousins are kind of similar to me. They have a similar QB rating. Like, everything kind of aligns. And they have some of the same doubters. Like, oh, can they win when it matters? They, they both only have one playoff win. They, they both are, are, they'll put up really good regular season numbers. But then what do they do in January? So I think this is a really big playoff for both of them. I'm not saying that, like, either team is going to get rid of the guy if they don't play well. But. I think teams are. I think fans are really just going to be like, all right, can this guy be a part of the future? Well, they can't. Well, well, well Dak, they can't. I don't know about Minnesota situation. I think Minnesota can move off Kurt, but they really can't. Dak because of the dead money, they couldn't. No, move no, off no. Of I'm it. not saying. I'm not saying the Cowboys will get rid of him. I'm just saying fans and like their trust. Right. I think fans are just going to be like, I'm done with them if if they're one and done again. I feel like they're just going to be. Like, I agree. Oh, I agree. So I'm going to ask you this: T- on a scale of one to ten, ten being extremely confident they can get to the Super Bowl, one being they're definitely going to be one and done. Where's your – realistically, where's your confidence level with this Cowboys team heading into the playoffs? You say it's a five, a one, a nine. What would you say? Probably like a four. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm about a four. I'm about like 40% because here's the thing. Okay, so Dak also has a couple of things going against him. One, I'm not big – I don't have no faith or confidence in the head coach. I'm not big on the head coach. So, Although he's he, been doing a pretty good job. Yeah, but it's Mike McCarthy. Like, look, he's I know won, he won a Super Bowl. And he won a Super, that was, like, over 10 years ago. Like, I, and he had Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest ever, to, you know, to do it. And I also I always say I think it's more a lot of Aaron Rodgers more than him. Um, but well, Rodgers ain't won nothing without McCarthy either. So He hasn't. I agree with that, too. But, I, I mean, I think a, big, a lot of that was, you know, and that was, like, early Aaron Rodgers. Like, you know, peak Aaron Rodgers. But, um, yeah, I, I don't like the head coach. Um, See, I didn't he, know that. I, I didn't know that you didn't like him. I thought you just weren't like a big no, because I, dude, I don't even know how you don't realize that every time like they talk about getting in, like you know, when I hear about the Sean Paytons or some other coach coming up, I'm like, oh yeah, we wish the Cowboys got. I wouldn't be saying that if we had a good head coach. Like if if we had a coach that was competent, or I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I I like our head coach, so I don't, you know, we don't need to go after that person. If I start saying that, you should know, like, okay, I'm not big on the head coach. But what do you, like, what do you, what, I don't get it, like. I, I know I'm, I'm really just as a non-Cowboy fan, I'm not saying Mike McCarthy is Bill Belichick or Andy Reid or whatever, but like you've gotten better every year. You, 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 first year, you didn't even have your quarterback half more than half the year. Last year, you win 11 games up. Correct me if I'm wrong. You, you, you lose your first one, which is unfortunate. This year, we don't even know what's going to happen. I guess my question is like, you guys have gotten better every year. He's off to a way quicker start than any of your last three coaches did. Like, like why do y'all not like him? I just think, like, when you look at, like, the games, like, situationally, he's not good with okay. time management. that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, he's not good with time management. Like, and even even this last – let's just take the, the Eagles game. Parsons calling for a timeout, telling him, call timeout, call timeout. Now, he, he finally did it, but it took Parsons to kind of keep telling him, like, dude, give me – get you know, get him, me another timeout so I get a breather and I can rush this guy. And you, see what, you saw what happened when you gave him a breather. They rushed a mensaw and he was able – he threw an incomplete pass. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to get into, like, critical playoff game where Mike McCarthy's going to have to make that type of decision. Like, I don't trust him. Mm-hmm. I just don't. 
and you should have a coach where you don't trust a guy like that in like a, in, a, in a crucial like time and game, especially like later on in the season when things are on the line to be like, oh man, I'm kind of worried. You shouldn't have that. And I think a lot of Cowboy fans do have that on him. That's why I, what I said when he was hired, I don't think he was the long-term solution anyway. I said, I don't think, I said he may be there for three, four years, you know, maybe we'll see. Um, but I didn't think he was the long-term solution because I don't, I've always told you, I'm not big on these retreads. I don't like retread uh, coaches, like, you know what I mean? Where they go off of like their past and don't look at the, what they've done presently. So that's one thing. But also what's concerned me lately also with Dallas is that the D hasn't looked as good as they looked in the, in the, in the beginning. Yeah, it was um, as of late. You know what I mean? So I think Dak has a couple of things going against him that, you know, when he gets to playoff time, that might hurt him because can you trust the coach? Can you trust this defense to be like they were in the beginning of the year? I don't know if you can do that because then what happens is if you can't, everything goes on Dak. That means that, they, okay, everything's put on Dak. Like, Dak, you're going to have to, you know, throw a lot of times, which we all know, and, and they've even put up stats about this. Every time he throws more than 25 times, they lose. Like, when it's not balanced, when he's throwing, like, less than 25 times and they run the ball more, they lose. They, 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 they're a running team. They have to run the ball. So if, they, if, he, if it's put on Dak, then they're going to lose. You know what I mean? And if the defense is not playing well, they're going to lose. And if Mike mm-hmm. McCarthy's not, you know, coaching well, or, you know, his time management is bad, they're going to lose. So that's what I'm saying. Like, he has yeah. a lot against him. So um, you said that, and you've also said that you think in order for him to keep his job, they have to get to the title game. Oh, you talking about McCarthy? Yeah. Even, yeah, even, I even, so. even as I don't, a, I don't, even I don't think seed? one playoff win is going to do it because – Even as a five seed. Yeah, because, well, remember, they, they're they going to end up either winning – well, let's, let's be realistic. They can possibly win 13 games this year, which would be better than they did last year. So I get that they're a fifth seed, but you have to look at how many games they win. I mean, dude, they can possibly go 13 and four, which is insane, like, and be one and done, you know, or 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 two and – or maybe win one playoff game. Like, uh, winning 13 games, you should at least get to the title game to me. Um, you know what I mean? So, like – I'm sorry. I think if he just wins one playoff game and then they lose in the second round, I, I think they they go in another direction. I think if he gets to the title game, he's safe. He's good. But we all know Sean Payton wants to come back. We all heard those stories that he's – one of the teams he's interested in is the Cowboys. And you, and, and you best believe that that uh, Jerry Jones is keeping, keeping his eye on that. Like, don't think for a second. And especially if, they're, if they lose or they're one and done or they just win one playoff game, don't think for a second Jerry Jones won't pull the trigger on that. Yeah, I'm curious to see what happens with Sean Payton. I will say this. I think um, if McCarthy wins a playoff game and ends up losing, let's say, in uh, in San Francisco in, in, in the divisional round or in Philly, however it shapes up, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I don't agree that he'll lose his job. I think it really depends on how he goes out. If you guys lose on a game-winning field goal to Philly, I don't think he's getting fired. I think they'll, they'll bring him back. Hey, you guys won a playoff game. You lost to the one seed. However this whatever, however it shapes out is what I'm saying. Right, right. I'm not sold on that. Now, if he ends up being one and done, even though you guys are probably going to be on the road, which is it's such a flawed system. There's no reason a, a potential 12-13 win team should have to go to Tampa who may win eight games this year. <laughs> right, 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 It's right. so flawed. They have to change it. Like I've been saying for years, Darren, your only gift for winning your division should be a playoff spot. You should not automatically get a home game. Right, right. Like, I agree. It should be Tampa coming to Dallas. should not be right. going to Tampa. Even if you guys do have to go to Tampa, they're not good. So you should be able to beat them. 
It's still Brady. I get it. Exactly. I was just about <laughs> to tell you that. We have never, Brady has never lost to us. So I'm not like everybody keeps talking about, oh, yeah, they're going to Tampa. So they're good. No. Brady's never lost to the Cowboys. Like, there's no evidence that you can show me that say, oh, yeah, they're going to go in there in a playoff game of, of all things and beat Tom Brady, who, who he, who, again, who has never lost to the Cowboys in his whole career, his 23 year career. He's never lost to the Cowboys. So, yeah, 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 I'm not sold on that. Like I said, like, it's still Tom Brady. Like, he can win you a playoff game. Yeah, he may not be the same Tom Brady, but he can win you a playoff game. Oh, Especially sure. to a team that the defense may not be playing that well, that, that they might get out coached, and then you put everything on Dak, and that Bucks defense as of late has been playing not that bad as people, you know, I don't know if people have really been watching, but because they're, they're starting to get healthy, that defense. So um, their defense hasn't been playing that bad. So that's what I'm saying, like, I don't know if that's a gimme. So, like I said, I, 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 look, if I have to predict it or personally think, I think McCarthy's gone. I think they're done. I think they end up going to get Sean Payton, which would be fine with me, would be great. And I would, I'd be for the first time in a long time, where I have a coach like, be really have faith in the coach, like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm confident in the coach. You know, um, I, that's what I think is going to end up happening, but that's just me. That's the that's the pessimist in you as a Cowboys fan. It's not just the pessimist, but I've seen this movie before, dude. We haven't been to an uh, NFC Championship game in over twenty five years. Like, well, what does that mean though? It just means you'll never get there again. Like, who cares? No, but I think Quab. At some point, you have to kind of start being realistic too. There's no okay. It's different if you're like, oh, well, we went to NFC Championship game maybe hell ten years ago, or like you know, oh, we went to NFC Championship five years ago. So you know, we there's some evidence like, oh yeah, they could get there. But, dude, they haven't been there over 25 years. I told you, I'm a, with them now, I'm more of a, a see it to believe it. Like, you do it, okay, cool. But I'm not going to just be like, oh, yeah, they, they're going to they're gonna do it. They're going to go. No. No, I'm, I'm not saying not. it'd be like, yeah, they're a lock. But I'm not going to sit here and say, like, they're not going to do it either. I think they have the talent to do it, and they could do it. Yeah, I'm a wait and see guy. We'll see. That's all, that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> You've been you've been scarred. <laughs> yeah, I think. Listen, I and, and I get it. You know what? And I'll say this: this is goes not just from uh, as being a Cowboy fan. I get it for even other people that are fans of other teams that have like gone through this, whether it's baseball, basketball, whatever kind of team you have. If you have a team that you've been rooting for most of your life, and in the last twenty something years they haven't done anything, what gives you the confidence to be like, oh yeah, well this is the year? Because you've been saying that every year, and it hasn't happened. Like I'm almost forty. I haven't. Seen the Cowboys go to a um, NFC Championship game since I was thirteen. That's, that's insane. Kind of, that's kind of wild. Yeah, I haven't seen them go to an NFC Championship since I was thirteen. Come on now, all thirteen? In, what? I, yeah, I think it was thirteen. School, all in high school, all in college, all that. That's that's why. Yeah, since middle school, dude. I'm almost forty. It'd be different if I was like, oh, they went in the NFC Championship game like five years ago. Yeah, then I probably wouldn't be acting like this. I'd be like, oh, you know, yeah, no, nah, they can do it, but. Yo, Jordan was still a bull. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. And Jordan's been out of the league for almost 20 years. Like, <laughs> over 20 years. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's been over. Uh, yeah, come on, man. So you can't tell fans when, oh, no, just, you know, be more, be more, you know, positive or, you know, be like, you know what I mean? This could be the year. No, because they've been dealing for over 20-something years. Whatever. <laughs> It's easy for you to say, bro, when you've had your team get to AFC Championship games in college, in in high school. Oh, well, I don't know. We may, we after may college. Through, we may go through a 20-something year stretch without getting to the title game. Right? I don't think so. The Steelers organization, well, first of all, I, like, I always say your organization is better than ours. So you have a you have a better 
ownership kind of hierarchy than we have. So, and I and I like your coach way better. So I don't I don't think so. Yeah, we'll see. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. But now nah, we'll see what happens with your Cowboys, man. I'll say this: if they end up losing in the first round. Oh boy, that's gonna be quite the podcast episode. <laughs> you know, no, it probably won't be. I just won't be. I, I just, I, you know, I'll say what I have to say. I'm just, I'm not gonna be surprised. Like, if you're thinking I'm gonna get on here and be like, "Oh man, I was a shocker. I was, I was shocked. Like, I can't believe it." You're not gonna get that. You're gonna get like, kind of either I told you so or, yeah, this is not. This is what we've been going through for the last twenty some years. It's not surprising. It is what it is. Mm. Mm, we'll see. We'll see, man. All right, but cool, D. Before we wrap things up, man, let's let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the year that was in 2022. You know, we've all had, you know, personal ups and downs. That's everybody, man. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. we're all glad to be you know alive another year, but you know, it doesn't mean that it didn't come with some adversities, but also some good things too, man. So I just wanted to kind of wrap up 2022 before we say you know say hello in 2023. What was your favorite personal moment this year? Oh man, buying a house. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. becoming a first-time home buyer. Yeah, uh, me and my wife were lucky and very fortunate and blessed to, you know, purchase and own our first home. Uh, you know, we're still kind of new homeowners. You know, we we moved in at the end of October, so we're not. I think we're like two months in, but uh, it's been great. It's awesome, man. Um, you know, it's something I always wanted to do before I was turned forty. You know, and a lot of my other friends I've had have been able to do, you know, get, you know, buy their houses, you know, in their mid thirties, you know, some in their early thirties. So um, obviously, you know, I, I was in a different situation than a lot of my friends. Cause you know, I lived in, uh, you know, the tri-state area, Jersey in New York and Connecticut, where it's very hard to own a home, if, you know, for people our age, you know, uh, because of just how expensive the, the housing market is out there. Um, so I, you know, I knew if I stayed out there and lived there, I knew it probably wouldn't be possible, but, you know, was blessed to be able to move, you know, uh, further south and, you know, get employment and then, you know, save. And, uh, you know, we had a lot of support, you know, from our parents and, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, man, it's, uh, it's, it's a blessing, man. So that was probably my, my favorite personal moment of 2022 is just, you know, yeah, you know, purchasing and owning our first home. Nah, that's awesome, man. Like I said, we have a lot to look forward to in 2023. I know for me, um, you know, getting, you know, we, we used to have a lot of conversations in college. We were frustrated a lot when it came to women. And <laughs> I still am, even though I'm married. I'm just like... <laughs> I know, but we used to always be like, man, I ain't never going to get married. I ain't never going to find a cool chick. Well, you know, it's nice to say that I have, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm looking forward to it. I think for me, when it comes to marriage, I look at it from a very realistic standpoint. I, don't, I know it's not going to be perfect. I know there's challenges, but I'm also still really looking forward to it, man. You know, it, it you know, you, you talked about buying a home and that must, that must've made you feel even more grown than you already are. It really does. Right. Like, Oh, man. of course, of course. Yeah. Nah, man. This, yeah. I mean, from getting the keys, just the whole process. I, I don't even done just that. Just the whole process of like, you know, we're looking at homes and then putting in offers and going to, with the back and forth with the, with your realtor and the people, you know, the, the, um, the, the agent and the, the people that are selling the house. Yeah. It was, it was just that whole thing. I mean, cause it took about two months to kind of get everything together, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, man, it's, 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 it's a process and it's a, it's, a, it can be a frustrating process, but when you, you know, 
at the end of it, when you get, you know, your house and what you want, it's so gratifying. So I, I can't really explain to you how it feels, you know? Yeah, no, um, awesome. I, you yeah. know, me, me, and, me and my wife have rented uh, most of our life since we've been together, you know, just because, again, we lived in the tri-state area. And, um, you know, that's just what it, it, it is, what it is. But, uh, you know, I think for us, too, you know, this, uh, this is both our first, you know, home that we've ever purchased and owning. So I think that even made it more gratifying and more of a, a big moment in our lives because we did it together and it's both our first for both of us you know no for sure for sure that's that's an awesome accomplishment and i'm very excited to potentially be a homeowner in the near future as well so right right but i would say for me um you know it was a, it was a good year man a lot of personal growth i, I got promoted which was awesome and mm-hmm. um winning an emmy was really cool i mean how many people can say that so it's definitely a blessing to to be able to say that. So those are, those are up there for me. Even like I got engaged in 2021, but even like the whole process of taking like engagement photos was really exciting in Vegas. And as that gets closer, I get more and more excited, as I mentioned. So I would say those are some of my favorite moments, like the engagement, you know, photos and, and, and probably winning that Emmy and getting promoted is good, man. It's nice when your hard work pays off and when people see it. Um, a lot of, yeah, definitely, as, you definitely. Know, as you know, a lot of years of grinding, bro. A lot of years. Yeah, I'm still doing it, man. I'm still, yeah. you know, I'm still grinding. I think, you know, I'll, I'll hopefully get to the point where you are, where it, it it pays off, and you know, I'm blessed to say, like, all right, finally, it's paying off. You know, working and it will for sure. going going through it, but uh, yeah, buying the house, you know, is definitely like I said, one of the biggest accomplishments and one of the best things I've ever done in my life. You know what I mean? Because I, yeah, I you sure. know, for a while, I never thought it would be possible. You know, so. Yeah, and these days with the, the economy, you're, I'm not on blame you. Exactly. But yeah, man, let's move on to some a, a couple of other things uh, that that you know to wrap up 2022 with. And uh, you can just name a couple. We don't have to dig too deep into the albums or movies, but give me some of your favorite music albums and films of, of this year. There's some things that kind of stuck with you. So albums, I have. Well, my I would say probably my number one. I'm going to give you a, a few, but I my number one album, uh, and obviously people that know me. Know I'm a fan of this guy. Uh, my favorite album of, of 2022 was uh, "Black Radio 3 by Robert Glasper. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, yeah, a jazz, so, jazz type album, jazz, hip hop, yeah, yeah, R&B, yeah, it gives you kind of everything. He's he. I've been on Robert Glasper for a while now. He's, I mean, he's actually, I was, I would say, even one of my favorite artists of all time. You know, like I, you know, obviously people know I'm a big, big and common guy, but he's right up there with them. You know. Uh, you know, I got, I actually, I know going back to what we were talking about as some of the best moments of 2023, I got to see him in concert for the first time this past yeah, year. That must have been really So that was actually a really good, yeah, that's actually one of my favorite moments too. It's funny because we, uh, we had just got, purchased our home. We just moved into our house and that weekend was the concert. So um, it was crazy, but uh, seeing him in concert was great. So it was awesome. But yeah. And then some other albums I really liked this year were uh, Age, Sex and Location by uh, Ari Lennox. I heard that was really good. You know, I've not had a chance to listen to that. Darren. Yeah, you should. You should when you get a chance. Yeah. yeah. Um, another album uh, that recently just came out, SOS by SZA. Um, I'm, I'm, I love that album. And then uh, uh, an album that just dropped last week. I don't know if people who are into him, but uh, Ab Soul with Herbert. Um, yeah. Type, so those are what type of music for our listeners? What type of music? Um, like what's the type of vibe you'll get on Absol's album? I know it's hip hop. Uh, so he's with TDE. So kind of like a Kendrick Lamar <laughs> slash like he's I, I guess, you know, you know, what do they call it now? Black hippie kind of rap. He's like a black hippie kind of rap. You know what I mean? So 
if you're into like Kendrick Lamar and the schoolboy cues and all that, yeah, you'll probably like Absol, you know. And he was on he was on Section Eighty. I correct me if I'm wrong. On yes, he was. His on Kendrick's first album. Yes, he's been on a couple Kendrick uh, albums actually, not just Section Eighty. I believe he's been on a. Uh, some other ones as well. I'm trying to think of which ones. Um, yeah, super talented dude, though. Yes, definitely, definitely, yeah. Okay, what about movies? What are some that stood out for you? So some of the movies I saw, this, yeah, it wasn't any, like, that stuck out, like, big, but I would say some good movies I saw, I'll just name a few. Um, I don't know if people have uh, watched that Emily the Criminal on Netflix. Oh, with, with my girl, Aubrey with, Plaza. With both of our girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like Aubrey Plaza, too? Oh, yeah. She's yeah. such a weirdo, but I like her. I know. It's just something about her. I can't explain. But you know, me yeah. and her have me and her have the same exact birth date, 62684. Oh, hi. That's cool. If you're I think it, there you go. <laughs> meant to be, man. Yeah, yeah. Don't you have the same birthday as Darren Williams, too? That's so random, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, Avi Plaza is like kind of weird, but I'm kind of the, the she's alone in like my celebrity crushes. Yeah, too. I agree. I'm I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll put you on that. So uh, I did so that movie was good, huh? I didn't hear any I didn't know anybody that seen it. That was good. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it, okay, so it's funny that you say she's weird because the movie is a little weird, you know, just like her. It kind of fits her personality. Yeah. Um, but it, it it's good in the fact that like, you know. You don't really know what's coming next and how it's, you know, you don't see what's coming. Like, it, it takes you on a lot of twists and turns. You're like, oh, wow, I didn't see that coming. So it that that's why I like that movie. Um, another movie uh, that I liked this year was on Hulu, uh, Prey. It was oh, kind Prey of the, was uh, sick. yeah, kind so of the uh, prequel to Predator. Oh, um, so good. And, you know, like, they made like 100 Predators, but this one was probably their best, to me, one of their best, I know, but probably gonna be like people are gonna be like, no, it's not the best. No, it, it really was the. It, it, he kind of reminded me of like a really cool Mortal Kombat character. Yeah, he was dope. Yeah, he but, I mean, no, just the movie itself was good though. Like, not just right. Pre the Predator was good, but the movie itself was good. And like I said, I understand you know the classics with with Arnold and all that. I I get all that, but um, yeah, this was really good. It was really good. Like, if somebody was to say this is the best Predator, I wouldn't be mad. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it, man. I, I loved it. Yeah, and in was... my last, the, my last uh, movie that I saw, and I'm, I'm sure uh, probably a lot of people haven't seen this, um, is Kimmy uh, with, um, oh, with with uh, Lisa Bonet's daughter, uh, Zoe Kravitz. Zoe, Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you never saw that one. Yeah, yeah. That, I think that's on HBO Max, and I know you have that. Yeah, so, yeah I'm gonna check, check that, that out. out. I heard it was. Yeah, it was yeah. Like a, Kimmy. It was like a pandemic based movie, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, but it's like really good. Like it's like you know, again, some same, similar to Emily the Ch the criminal with a lot of twists and turns, but it's it's good. Um. Yeah. No, I recommend it. So those are probably like my, my three favorite movies of the year. Okay. Now I'm glad you said favorite. I'm not over here saying like best, like, oh, these are the best critics. Right, right, right. It's just what were your favorites? So um, I also had Prey on my list. I'm glad you brought that up. Awesome movie. Highly recommend it. And it's such a great big screen TV type of movie. Yes. It, it, it kind of reminded me of The Revenant, like the landscape of, of some of the wide shots, the scenic shots that they do. I thought it was awesome. So that was up there. Um, I also really enjoyed um, oh, Top Gun Maverick, man. I, I, I know I've I know I've hyped that movie up to you a lot. I know you haven't had a chance to see it yet. It was phenomenal. One of my that's one of the best summer movies I've ever seen. Oh that's, yeah, no, I gotta watch that. I know it's on yeah. Paramount now, and I don't have Paramount, so I'm trying to I'm trying to find somebody that has that account so I can watch it. Uh, <laughs> I got you. That's the yeah. thing now. You gotta find people with certain accounts. Yeah, because I just I just got Peacock, you know, to watch The Best Man. I'm watching Bel Air now, so. Um, and my wife watches Peacock anyway, even the free version. So 
And it was only like five bucks. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get Peacock. And I like Peacock because it has a lot of like, like kind of like black, you know, up and coming shows and, and movies. So yeah, I was like, oh, I'm going to get Peacock. Uh, but okay. Yeah. So I, I, I loved Top Gun Maverick, probably my favorite movie of 2022. Another movie I loved, it wasn't critically acclaimed. I know you saw it and you enjoyed it too. I had a blast watching The Gray Man. Yeah, yeah, Gray Man was cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was a fun movie. And like I said, personal favorites. It doesn't have to be like, oh yeah, that movie. Was, people make. So not- you know what? I have to give you props because I know sometimes you always say like, oh, this movie's not really reviewed good, and you won't watch it. And Gray Man wasn't reviewed good, but you watched it and liked it. So oh, I'm glad awesome. you brought that. Up. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it from top to bottom, and I, I like Chris Evans a lot. And it was kind of cool seeing him kind of play like a villain almost. He was a yeah, little over, yeah. He was a little over the top. <laughs> and another movie I really enjoyed, I know you weren't as big on it, unfortunately, but it's all good. A lot of so I know some people that didn't really like it that much was uh I really enjoyed the Batman too. I can't no, yeah, I, I yeah, I just can't I couldn't I mean, I don't think he's a good Batman. Like I just can't like he's definitely not one of the best or you know, anything like that. Like he's he's up there with like George Clooney to me. Um <laughs> See, yeah. Well, so yeah, I, I wasn't big on the Batman. No, but yeah, I just thought yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, I, I don't know. I personally enjoyed that. I thought it was. Um, I love the cinematography. I thought the the, um, the set pieces were really cool. Another movie I really liked was Hustle with Adam. Yes, Smith. that was a good movie. Yeah, you put yeah. me onto that. Yeah, that was a good like movie. That one, man. And yeah, that was good. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably like right after my three that I named is Hustle. It's been nice to see the transformation. And although I shouldn't say transformation of Adam Sandler's career because he's had. He's been doing kind of more the more serious roles for a little while now, but yeah, because he had gems, you know. Yeah, uncut gems was I really. Yeah, like that. that's another love. very. He's had some, you know, serious ones. That's a very hit or miss movie for people. Is uncut gems? I really enjoyed it. I thought it was right. super super entertaining, and you know, kind of had you on the edge of your seat. So, yeah, those are some of the movies that stood out to me. As far as albums go, I'm not gonna lie, man. I I, I think a lot of the albums. I listened to this year are from previous years. You know, I didn't discover a ton of new music. But okay. I, will, I will say this. There's a couple I did enjoy. I really enjoyed uh, Renaissance by Beyonce. I know that was a very different sound for people, and I understand how it was kind of hit or miss, but I just think the album flows really well, very upbeat. Um, I, thought that, I thought that album was awesome, man. I, I really liked Renaissance by Beyonce. I also really liked, you know, this is my guy. You're, you're like... You don't think this dude's bad, but you say what most people say, like, yeah, he's like, I, I really like Don FM by the weekend, too. <laughs> that was really- yeah, he's like, I. <laughs> <laughs> so me, me and Maya. Yeah, he's this- I. Yeah, he, I'm not a big weekend guy. I know. Me and Maya have this thing with fiance Maya. We have this thing where it, it's like an ongoing joke because she she thinks the same thing. She's like, yeah, he's okay. But she's like, you notice every. That's why I like Maya. Tell Maya that's why that's why we we and her buy. Oh, that's why because she thinks the the weekend's okay. That's the main <laughs> reason you buy a lot. No, but no, 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 you gotta say it. no, no. He's not okay. He's I. And now it's become an ongoing joke where we'll just ask random people, "Hey, what do you think of the weekend?" And bro, everyone says says the same thing. They'll be like, "Eh." Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I don't get it. Like the dude has millions of fans. Where are they? I don't know where they're at. Yeah, it's probably you know, mostly. I will say it's probably D, mostly of the Caucasian persuasion, but you know that's just. But me. I will say this, D, and just like you, nobody ever says he sucks. Like, oh, he's terrible. They're like, yeah, he's okay. Like, <laughs> you will say that you don't think he sucks. At least you don't think he sucks. You just think he's like, eh, he's, he's like, yeah, he's like whatever to me, like whatever. <laughs> like I only like him when he's featured on stuff. I don't like any of his own songs. I always like him like, and most of the songs I like him when he's featured on are mostly with Drake. Like it's like, oh, I like that Drake song he was on, but that's it. 
Well, I know we're not doing a worst list of the year because that Drake album would be definitely on there. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I don't remember what it was called. It was like, yeah, I don't I don't remember either. It was dude, awful. That was it should have been called terrible. That's what it should have been called. <laughs> <laughs> just terrible. That's it. Yeah, it should have been called terrible. Like terrible by Drake. Like, oh, yeah, it's just terrible. No, D, but like, I think I don't think terrible is a strong enough word to describe. On it was called honestly never mind. That's what it was called. Bro. Yeah, and that was bad. It was, was god bad. awful. It was bad. Awful. And I don't care what you say. I know you and B Rice are feeling. I don't I do not like that album with him and 21 Savage either. Yeah, you know, I, I that the album has some bangers. That album is awful to me. So he has like one banger on there. Nah, there's about six bangers on there. No, nah, you're bugging. It's one. Hey, listen, I will say this about it. <laughs> People think we agree on a lot of things. We don't because I actually kind of enjoyed this album. And you're like, no, it's terrible. So <laughs> yeah, terrible. Yeah, and I'm not a Twenty One Savage guy anyway. That's another thing. I'm probably no, that's one no, of the reasons like, I'm just like, well, why did you do an album with Twenty One Savage? It's horrible. You know, what this always reminds me of is <laughs> so since we've known each other, we've known each other for over twenty years now. You always get on me for one album in particular. <laughs> you always get on me. For saying that Willennium is I. You're like, no, you're like, yeah, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, you're like, no, it's awful. But I'll never forget when you came to visit me. I always, I brought the story up on the podcast before. You came to visit me in like 2019 in, in Cherry Hill, and I was played in the car. You're like, yo, this is kind of a banger. This is I. You, I, I, was, I was, <laughs> it was like going, one song though. I was going through a couple songs. You're like, yo, this is I too. <laughs> it only took you 20 years to listen to some of the songs on there. You know, people are going to get on me for that. Like, well, you just really hyped up Willinium. <laughs> I know, I know. No, but I bring I bring that up because when next time we see each other, well, no, the second to next time we see, when we see each other in Vegas, I should say, I'm going to play her loss. I'm going to play that. I'm going to play that Drake 20 You're going to be like, yo, this is kind of a banger. Like, I told you. I told you. No, but, I, but I've listened to it multiple times, so I don't know how I would say that. Well, you need to listen to it a third time. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, so we'll do one more thing. And this is, you know, obviously, like I said, we're just kind of wrapping up 2023. What would you say was the biggest sports flop this year? Like, dude, that was awful. I can't, I think I know where you're going here. I'm hoping we have different answers. But what was your biggest flop of 2020? It has to be the Denver Broncos. <laughs> it has to be. Like, I don't even – what other story or even in a sport comes close to the most disappointing team in maybe sports history with, like, the – like, when you look at just the roster – and the expectations and, like, the offseason they had, you're like, oh, it's no way they're not going to be good. Dude, like, Russell Wilson saying Bronco country, let's ride. Skip Bayless had a really good line. Like, it should be called Bronco country, let's hide. Like, <laughs> it's been awful. Like, yeah. I mean, if you if, – if somebody was to tell me before the season that the Broncos would be 4-11 and, and would have fired the head coach before the season's over, I would have been like, nah. There's no way. Like, I wasn't big on the coach from the beginning, but I at least thought just because of the talent they had, the roster, that they'd be competitive and, like, at least be, like, a wild card. I was like, oh, they'll be a wild card. I'm not saying the coach is going to be great, but, dude, it's been an absolute disaster. Like, awful. I don't even know. I don't know what sports story you can think of that comes close to, like, the expectations of a team and then how bad it turned out. Like, how disastrous it's been. I I can't think of anything else. It was all. I have to say, you can't tell me a basketball team, a baseball, none. It's, it's like, zero. Thing, like, even if I want to say, like, all oh, the Lakers, well, I didn't think the Lakers would be good. So, no, but the Lakers weren't good last year, though. Exactly. That's the thing. They were awful last year. So, you can't say the Lakers because the expectations this year were like they were still going to be bad this year. Like, 
Dude, the Broncos, dog, I, I, I would encourage people to go listen to our podcast before the season started. Like, Oh, we, we love were even them. saying, like, dog, that division is going to be like the toughest I, I division. It be like a Super Bowl contender. Right. The I'm best. Not- right. We were like, dog, it's going to be, they're going to beat up on each other. Just with the roster they have, we were like, the defense, the offense. I mean, you know, he had receivers. He had good running backs. I thought they, I think, I think they have a good O line. I, I, um, and then, like, I think their D is, you know, has the potential to be like top five. Like, yeah, when you look at all that, you're like, it's no way they're going to be bad. Dog, they've been disastrous. It's been a nightmare. How about how much we? How about how much we ho- overhyped that entire division, though? Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, I but can't it's not, we can't, we can't even. People can't even get on us for that. Like, we thought that division was going to be a gauntlet. Even well, as you know, I wasn't like big on the Raiders, but I still thought they would be like a solid team, though. You know, exactly. Like, dog. They. I mean, yeah, because the Raiders started off bad. Now they did. They did kind of, you know, late in the season start to pick it up, but then they lost to Baker. Like, dude, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, exactly. be a serious playoff, trying to be a playoff team, and they lose to the Rams. Like exactly, that. yeah. So yeah, no. I mean, no, like I said, the division and the Broncos had to be the biggest sports flop of the year. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah, has to be. And I'm sorry, I don't. Dude, I, I don't you know, I'm gonna be real with you, dog. I don't think Russell Wilson's really into it anymore. I think he's like more Hollywood now. And he's getting paid so much money. It's like, man. And they can't move off. And that's see, you know what makes this even part this this why it's so bad and it's bigger than any other sport because the fact that the Broncos have no power to move off of him, like they can't. No. Even if they wanted to to say, okay, you know what, man, this has been so bad. We're just gonna move off of him. They can't because. But here's my thing. Would you be shocked if next season, like, oh, he had a good year? I don't, I wouldn't be that shocked. What about well, who's the, who's their coach? That's the thing. I don't know. Like, right. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, oh, he's If they get Sean Payton, then, yeah, I agree with you. Then he should have a good year. Yeah. If they get, yeah, if they get somebody like Sean Payton or somebody that's a, 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 a you know, a competent coach, the, uh, unlike the one they just had, yeah, then you're right. But it depends on who's the coach, who, who's coaching them. And that whole, this whole thing, he, he, he just really has a huge ego and he needs to just, I hope this was a very humbling year for him. I don't know if you've heard, he has like his own parking spot. He has a couple of them. Like, well, why do you oh, more than yeah, that? I did hear well, about hold, that. Hold yeah. No, no, ex- explain. Listen, man, I'm not the sharpest dude on the planet. I'm also like, I- I'm like, a, you know, I'm not the dumbest dude. I'm, I'm, I'm just like regular. All right. Why would you need more than one parking? Like, why does he need multiple? <laughs> no, I'm, this is a real question, D. Like, why does he have like three of them? I don't get it. One. <laughs> but he's going into like the same building though. Like what? And why did they give that to him? They said to me, like, well, no, we're not doing that. That's my problem, too. Like, they, like, cater to him way too much. He has his own office. Like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about that. When he has his own office? Yeah, he has his own office. They're like, well, but you just, like, there's the QB room. Like, you guys <laughs> film together. Yeah, he has his own office. <laughs> but no, and, and obviously, the, the parking spot thing, I was half, mostly joking. He had, but I heard he has, like, one or, like, two. Like, well, what do you have, two? <laughs> Oh, it's bad. Like they catered to him so much. Oh, he remember his office though? That's he like, has his own office. Remember how when does they, a player have his own office? I don't know, bro. Pl- yeah, why don't all players? What if what if another player? Says, well, why am I on office too? And then you'd have to have like fifty two different offices. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's what I don't. It, it was bad from the junks. Remember when he had his press conference? He was talking about Nathaniel Hackett, and he was like, "Oh, I don't even look at him as my coach. We're like partners." I'm like, "Nah, see, that's when I should have seen a red flag right there." Nah. <laughs> right, right, right. That's right, the right. head coach. No, he's not your boy. Like. It doesn't work that way, man. Right. It's like, and look, I've never been a father, 
But like, I'm not gonna be one of those dads. Like, yeah, my my son until he's like older. My my six year old son is not gonna be my best. He's my best friend. No, right. We're not homies. Like, I'm really, <laughs> we can be homies when you're in your thirties. Like, I'm not raising you anymore. Like, you know, right. there's people say like, yeah, my dad's my best friend, but I'm not your best friend when you're like six. It's the same with coaching and the player coach relationship. You're you're my you're a player. I'm a coach. Like, we're not gonna be like boys. Like, it doesn't work that way. Right. So, you know, and I like it as you said that because think about like the relationship when people used to get on like the Brady Belichick relationship, how they say, well, Brady never really talked to Belichick outside. He didn't of get work. any special pre- privileges. Exactly. Brady Belichick treated him like a him regular like player, a, a, a player coach relationship. Yep. Like they're not boys. Like, yeah, you're you're the player. I'm the coach. You do what I say. You run the plays that I say. And that's that. You know what I mean? That's, and, and that's why I got I mean, there's a lot of reasons to respect Belichick, even if you don't like aren't a fan of him personally. That's understandable. But like. Yeah, I love that. He didn't treat Brady. In fact, there was a story going around that I guess Brady was like, I never even got a game ball from him. Like, he legit treated me like every other player. And I, I think Brady looked at it like this. And I kind of understand. He's like, bro, like, I'm, I put in so much work. He, he, he wishes he was a little more recognized by Belichick. Like, yo, man, like, I, I'm Tom Brady. You know what I mean? But like, right, right, right. Like, not really having that. And I think that's why I don't, I'm, I don't think they have a bad relationship or anything that they don't, but I don't think they parted ways and it was like super mutual. Like, Hey man, you know, great plan for you. I don't think it was, I don't think it was like that. You know, I think there was maybe some minor animosity. I'm, you know, don't quote me on that, but it wasn't like the smoothest goodbye, you know? Yeah. But I think like, you, but just going back to what you said, man, it's the player coach relationship. That's how it should be. Like, like, okay. You know why Phil Jackson's so great and you can, you know, obviously people have their different opinions about him. If he's the greatest coach or whatever, but I think the reason why he's so great is because that whole Zen master thing and him, like how he can like kind of like curve players egos. Like that's what he did. Like, and he treated people like that. Like, yo, look, I'm still the coach. You're the player. Like there's not going to be no anarchy or I'm going to show you. He never showed Jordan special privileges. Did, he, did you ever see a time when you watching the bulls? You thought, Oh yeah, Phil's showing it. The only thing I you can say he did was run maybe more plays for him, but he's mm-hmm. a goat. So of course he would run more plays for him. But it's like you never saw like in personally like I never heard Michael Jordan and Phil saying oh yeah we hung out after they never oh, did dude, same same with Kobe they weren't remember he wrote a book about his relationship with Kobe like he wasn't catering to him He's like I'm right at like I mean dude he coached the two greatest guards of all time and right he, and that's why I think a lot of people's criticism on Phil Jackson as a coach is they say well he was more of an ego manager like he he, he was nobody in the his nobody is better at coaching egos than 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 uh, than Phil Jackson. Right, 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 right. Like he, I mean, Shaq, talk about a huge ego. Like good, right. dude. Like he has one of the biggest personalities in in sports history, not just NBA. Right, right. You right. know, so of course he knew he was an X's and O's guy too. Of course, but um, I think Phil Jackson's main strength was like knowing how to coach certain guys up and not. You know, he he wasn't like you said. He's not your boy. Like he's your coach. Yeah, because like like I mean, like I said, you're right. He wrote a book on the, the him with the right relationship with him and Kobe, and you never heard of him and Jordan like having anything outside of basketball. Like Mm-mm. he never. Yeah, there was no relationship there. It was like right. You're the coach. I'm the player. We're on the court. You know, we here. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no buddy buddy after that. You know. No, nah, and and that's how it should be, man. Yeah, I agree. I agree, but. D man, what a great way to kind of end the year, man. It's 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 been a pleasure, you know. Another year in the books, man. I'm I'm glad that you and the wife are doing well, and you know, um, you're both healthy and 
Man, it's it's a it's a big year coming up, brother. How you feeling? You good? <laughs> well, big year for more for you than me. I mean, I think that the the for you, I'm looking forward to obviously, you know, you get married uh the next year and then obviously yeah, we got the the big event in seven weeks. Yes, you know what I mean? Seven weeks, baby. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. I think you have a lot to look for. I'm not saying I don't. I think a lot of my my looking forward to is just kind of it's a lot a lot for me to kind of see what happens, you know. Yeah, um yeah. I, I, I think there's gonna be some changes uh in my life that are good, you know, for for the better. Um and uh hopefully, you know, some other things come that we're blessed with, you know, down the road. I don't know though, you know what I mean? It's just always like it's kind of a wait and see with with me. Um so uh yeah, I don't you know, I, I have to kind of see what twenty twenty three hope you know, the future holds in store, you know. No, for sure, man. But either way, I'm, I'm, you know, just thankful, man, to be around another year. You know, it's it's one of those things. Life's not guaranteed for any of us, bro. So I'm just glad. That- yeah, definitely. Before you leave, I'm, sure, I'm glad you said that. Uh, yeah, you know, obviously, again, we're we're recording this podcast, you know, Thursday. Um, and I'm sure some of you probably already heard the news, but you know, the the late great, you know, a lot of people consider the greatest soccer player of all time, Pele, passed. Yeah. Uh, this afternoon. Um. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know a lot about soccer, but I always knew who Pele was. That's one yeah, thing I can That's tell a great way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't I don't know a lot about soccer, but I always knew who Pele was, and I know a lot of people, a lot of friends I've had who are into soccer, you know, that I've talked to and pe- personally mentioned, I've always asked the question, well, who's the GOAT? You know, you have Messi, you know, kind of this era today, and you know, you had Rodinho, you've had Ronaldo. You know who's the goat, and it's been a consensus most of the time with people saying it's still Pele. Like they're like, yeah, Pele's the goat. Yeah. You know? Um. So, yeah, man, condolences to to his family and you know, uh, you know, and everything. But uh, yeah, man, it's uh, you know, obviously he was eighty two years old. You know. Yeah, he lived um, a long life, man. It's yeah, a- I would say he lived a long life. It looked like he lived an enjoyable life. I was watching a little clip on uh, Sports Center. They did this little montage of you know his accomplishments and how what he meant to soccer and. Uh, yeah, man, he seemed like he lived a really good life. You know what I mean? And you know, when you're mentioned as the goat of your sport, I mean, there's no better feeling than that anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, man. So yeah, it's just sad that you know we ended the year losing a a legend, a great. But you know, um, yeah, man, we can always remember. You know, go go on YouTube or wherever and watch his highlights. So you know, that's that's a good thing. R.I.P. Man, we lost the legend and. Yeah, hitting with the World Cup just ending, you know. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so now R.I.P. Man, I'm glad you were able to uh, get that at the end of the podcast here. But yeah, D, I'm I'm gonna say what what annoys me, um, that when people say this like at work and stuff when I like let's say like the 31st is a Friday and they'll you're saying goodbye to them they'll be like see you next year. I hate when people do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but but first like tomorrow. Yeah, I know. But with that said, yeah, we'll we'll do it again next year, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I think <laughs> I, I, I think before we get off, it's like you were saying what to look forward to. I, I'm hoping bigger things with our podcast. I'll say yeah, that. that too. Hey, hey, and you know, yeah, man, we we appreciate our our listeners, and you know, if you guys could share us in your IG stories, we know a couple of people that do that already. We appreciate. Right, it. right. Yeah, that's always really helpful too. For sure. Well, see you next year, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Peace.